Good morning, everyone. How are we doing today? So happy to be back to Secret Heart on the weekend. In fact, it's been a while. The last time I came here, Dick and Jim reminded me last night was during the, you know, when we were still having masses outside because of COVID. And um, on that day, there was an earthquake that Sunday morning. I have to be careful now, today, so we don't have another earthquake. For those who don't know me, my name is Father Marcel Amadi, and I'm the campus minister at Wake Forest University, together with um, Salem College, and North Carolina A&T, as well as Bennett College, and I'm indeed happy to be here today. And the theme of this homily is God is not kidding. God is not kidding. When God wants us to do something, God calls. God calls. It might happen through a thought that comes into our minds, through the circumstances in which we find ourselves, or through an act of discernment by which we are trying to decide a direction. But when God wants us to do something, he, he calls. Goes this way. Hey guys, Joe, Mary, Carol, Michael, I want you to do this or do that. Then it is up to us to decide how we can respond whether we can do what God asks or not. In today's readings, we have the call of two famous biblical characters. In the first reading, we have the call of the prophet Isaiah. And in the gospel, we have the call of the apostle Peter. These characters, like most in the Bible, are called according to a set pattern. The pattern is this. God says, hey, I want you to do something. The person being called says, you've got to be kidding. And then God says, no, I'm not. We see this pattern repeated over and over again. They call, like, you know, let me just demonstrate it like this. Your phone rings in the modern world. And then you see your true color brings out G-O-D. God is calling. And then you pick, hello. And then he said, hi, I'm God. And I want you to do, he said, no, sorry, wrong number. <laughs> and then he comes again. Hello, I said, I'm God. I want you, sorry, wrong number. And then actually you get angry and you turn off the phone. And then he keeps trying until the phone comes on. God comes before Isaiah in today's first reading. Holy, holy, holy is the Lord God of hosts. And Isaiah says, you've got to be kidding. I am a man of unclean lips. And I live among people with unclean lips. There is no way I'm going to be your messenger. My lips are too unclean to convey your message. But God says to Isaiah, I need someone to send. And I want you. 
Jesus asked Peter to lower his nets and there is a miraculous catch. And Peter says, you've got to be kidding. I'm a sinful man. Depart from me. But Jesus says, from now on, you will be catching men. This biblical pattern is used to tell us what is primary and what is not. God's call is primary. God's call is more important than our qualifications. We are all imperfect. We all have shortcomings. Like Isaiah, like Paul, like Peter, we are sinful people. But if you focus on those limitations and shortcomings, we will never be able to say yes to God. So when the call comes to us, the Bible says it's perfectly okay for us to think these things, to tell God, you know, I'm not the best qualified person here. But we should also be prepared for God to say, I want you anyways. There might be some of us here, God is calling to be reconcilers in our families. Hmm. We see some in-laws or some children or some other relations who are estranged from others. The thought comes to us, perhaps I should speak to one of them in order to bring about reconciliation. Yet when that call comes, we say, God, you have to be kidding. I'm not the most diplomatic person. I'm not the, the closest one to this person. Why would you be asking me to do this? And God says, I know, but you have some authority if you reach out. Perhaps they will listen. I'm not asking you to try. God might be calling us to do an act of kindness for someone at work who annoys us so badly or to a student at school with whom no one will associate. And you say to God, you've got to be kidding. I don't want to be his friend or her friend. I don't want a new friend. I don't want to hang around with such a person. What will people think of me if I reach out? And God says, I'm not asking you to be their friend. I'm asking you to do a simple act of kindness and to do it for me. God will never be asking us to do what is impossible or to be part of something that is abusive or hurtful. God is perfectly capable of calling us to do some surprising things. Of course, when God calls, we have every right to say, you know, this is not my strength. I'm not the best qualified. Perhaps you should think of someone else. But once we have objected, we should also be prepared for God to say, I know all those things, but I still need you. I'm not kidding. Today's readings show God using the most unlikely people.
people to fulfill divine purposes. Think about them again. Isaiah, a man of unclean lips, or Paul, who today in the second reading tells us how he persecuted Christians, or Peter who said, Lord, depart from me, I'm a sinful man. God calls and uses not so much of the worthy instrument, but the willing instrument. Indeed, God does not call the qualified. He qualifies the called. And you seriously think God cannot call you or ask you to be his instrument of love, his channel of peace, or his vessel of grace? Just think about some of those biblical figures you, you may have read at different points in time in different passages who were called by God. For instance, Noah. Did you know Noah was a drunk? Abraham was too old as at the time he was called. Isaac was a daydreamer. Jacob was a liar. Leah was ugly. Joseph was abused. Moses had a stuttering problem. Gideon was a coward. Samson had a long hair and was a womanizer. Rahab was a prostitute. Jeremiah and Timothy were too young. Samuel, of course, was a sleepy head when he was called. Isaiah, as you know today, felt very unclean. David committed adultery and even became a murderer. Elijah was suicidal. Amos spoke angrily against God. Jonah, you know very well, ran away from God, and you know how that story ended. Job went bankrupt. Naomi was a widow. The disciples of Jesus fell asleep at the most needed time. The Samaritan woman was divorced. Zacchaeus was too small. Timothy had an ulcer. Martha worried about everything. And Peter denied Christ, you know. Paul persecuted Christians and killed a lot of them. Mary was a teenager from a remote village. What about Lazarus? Lazarus was dead. God's power is made perfect in weakness. None of this might have featured on any shortlist by today's standards, but they all answered God's call. And let's just contemplate the results, like the massive catch of fish we heard about in the gospel that seemed all but impossible. If we trust God and answer his call, we need not fear. Can we allow ourselves today to be surprised by God? And if God must surprise you, the first thing you need to do is to allow Jesus to get into the boat of your life. Because when Jesus steps into the boat of your life, that is when you get those great surprises as it happened to Peter in today's gospel reading. As we pray and ponder the word of God today, 
we ask for the grace, the strength, the courage to respond as Isaiah did. Yeah, I am Lord, send me. Yeah, I am Lord, also known by his first line, I, the Lord of sea and sky, is a Christian hymn written by the American composer Dan Scott in 1981. His lyrics were inspired by the Bible verses of today's first reading, as well as first book of Samuel, chapter 3, the story of Samuel. As this powerful song is a testament of the author's godly devotion. He wrote this song at the age of 31 when he was studying theology at the Jesuit School of Theology in Berkeley, California. He was requested to compose this at a very short notice for a friend of his who was being ordained a deacon. And so the words came out just as they came out, but today, very popular hymn, very popular words sang in Protestant worship services. You find it in our hymnals. May you be encouraged by the brilliant words and melody of this wonderful hymn. I, the Lord of sea and sky, I have heard my people cry. All who dwell in dark and sin, my hand will save. I who made the stars of night, I will make their darkness bright. Who will bear my light to them? Whom shall I send? You know who is going to send? Every one of us stand on your feet and sing. Here I am, Lord. It is I, Lord. I Yeah. Mm-hmm.